Well, how are you doing all you guys out there? This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we talk about dividend stocks and we invest for weekly cash flow. Today's Wednesday, November 3rd. It's 10.45 a.m. We're going to get started real quick. Uh, but before I do, I just want to let you know, you're going to hear a humming in the background. That's my heater. <laughs> I am operating in the Boston area. It's November 3rd. It's a little chilly. It dipped down to uh, 33 degrees last night. So I'm a little unhappy about that. Uh, I think I'm going to be leaving next week to head down to Florida for the winter. Where it's nice and warm and I'll be cozy. So this is probably going to be the last week I'm going to be dressed nice and warm. Because some of you people listening can only hear what's going on. But those of you watching the videos will, will see that... Uh, I look like I'm cold because I am anyway let's just jump on in and get rolling uh, as you can see well those of you listening you can't see I only have five positions this morning that's because I got rid of one last night just before close um, I believe it was Microsoft that we had yesterday and nope I lost that so it's not there uh, so anyway it uh, it jumped to a point no, it wasn't Microsoft. Yeah, it was Microsoft. Yeah, it jumped to a point where I maxed out the profit. I couldn't get any more profit, so there's no sense holding it all week long. So I got rid of that, and I'm going to do the same with, uh, excuse me, with VBA and AFL because they're at their max. I can't get any more profit out of them. So let's jump in, see where we are, see where we're going, and we're going to go from there. All right, first on the list is AFL which is Aflac. Now, the last 90 days, Aflac has seen what looks like almost a triple high at 57 and 60s, somewhere in that area. Uh, she fell down to the bottom at 51.30, and that was in September 20th, right at the end of September. From there, she shoots on up to finds a high at 57.66, and that was the end of last month, which was just last week. Okay, she's sitting at 55.63. Let's quickly take a look at where we are. Now, we got 2,000 shares, um, and then we sold the 55 call at 30 cents. Now, I really can't get rid of this one only because we got the, the dividend coming up in another two weeks. Um, if somebody calls me out, great. If not, that's fine too. Uh, so let's see. Next on the list is CINF. CINF. Over the last 90 days, we've seen another double high right around the 125 area. She pushed through that just a couple of days ago to hit 127 even. Okay, that was last week. Now, this thing has a very strong bottom right at the 112, 113 area. It looks like it hit there one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times over the last 90 days. So I'm pretty sure that's pretty, some pretty darn good support. Now, as you remember, I got CINF at 123. She's sitting at 125 now. So then more than likely, it looks like this thing's gonna be taken away from us this Friday, which I'm fine with. Because if you remember, if you've been following along, Cincinnati Financial, we've collected the uh, the dividend. We've collected the premium twice. And uh, now it looks like we're going to finally get rid of it. So ET is next on the list. 
ET over the last 90 days has seen a high at one at uh, 11.55 and it has a pretty good support at 8.76. She's sitting at 9.81 at the moment and I sold off the uh, the 10 call. Okay, so this Friday, if it goes above 10, more than likely someone's gonna buy it from me. But I collected 500 bucks on this stock. Now, ET, we have only $24,500 invested in it. So that's only 25,000 bucks. But we gained 500 bucks this week, which is 2% this week. And last week we did the exact same thing. Next week, because it doesn't, to me, it doesn't look like it's gonna go over 10 by Friday, which means we're gonna hold this into next week. And what happens next week? We're gonna do the exact same thing. Maybe pull in another 500 bucks and we're gonna collect 5,000 of those little dividends. Whatever they are, I truly don't know at this moment in time. Um, you know, to be totally honest with you, I really don't care because I did the analysis before I bought it, so I'm just, you know, writing it out, send it, forget it type deal. Uh, now, Target, <coughs> TGT, over the last 90 days, we've seen the high at 267.06, and that was in August. Now, from there, she fell down to a but I'm going to call support at 224, okay? Now from there she bounces off and she's sitting at 258 at the moment, okay? Now we're up only uh, 155 today, I should've got, I tried to get rid of this yesterday, but I couldn't get rid of it fast enough because I, I clocked in right about, uh, you know, 15 minutes before the market closed. I saw that it jumped to, the, to its max and I tried to get rid of it and apparently I put the order in just as the battery of the computer was dying. Because that's one of the things you gotta remember. When you're in a mobile studio and you're running on battery life, you're limited to what you can do, okay? So I'm gonna look at uh, the trade here is the 255, 257 and a half. Now she's sitting at 258.77. Now it's not the max that we're gonna get out of this, okay? but we're at a 260 profit. Now 260 profit's not bad, but it's not the peak. So I'm gonna let this thing ride out right until Friday, because and Friday, if she stays above 257. Now the neat thing about these spread trades is if the stock goes up, we're gonna make our profit. If the stock stays the same, we're gonna make our profit. The stock could even come down a little bit and we're gonna make it, still make our profit, but there's a certain point where if it goes below, that's when we start losing. So that's what we want. We want to make sure this thing doesn't go below 255. Because at, at below 255 is when we start losing money. All right, that's target. WBA is next on the list, WBA. And it, it would appear that WBA is maxed out on its profit also. So the last 90 days, WBA has seen a high of uh, 55.77. A double bottom at 45 and she's sitting at 48 at the moment and I think we're at the max profit on this one 900 so I think I'm gonna close out this position grab that 900 and just run I can't because it's a covered call damn it now I say that because it's a covered call because we sold the 47 and a half and she's sitting at 4888 what I'd have to do, I'd have to buy back that call, which I really don't want to do, and then sell. Because if I bought back the call, I'd be buying it back at 146, which means I'd be losing uh, 90 cents per share. Multiply that by 
1,700 shares. Okay, that's 900 and something bucks I'd be losing, so I don't want to do that. <clears throat> well, actually, I probably could, and I'd still make my 1,000 bucks. Huh. Yeah, because I'd be buying back that option and selling the stock at the 48.90. So I think I'll, I'll do that. Capture that profit. Get on out of here. Hmm. All right, so what I'm going to do is I bought the covered call last week. If I sell the call, the, the, the covered call, so I bought it on Monday. Now if I'm going to sell it today, I'm going to capture all that profit. Okay, so I'm going to sell the 17 covered call, WBA100, which is the weekly, 5 November 21, which is this Friday, and the 47.5 call for 47 45 so I'm just losing out on five cents now do I really want to carry it three more days for that five cents maybe but she's off to the races let's see what happens okay so back to the monitor see what's happening it's working right now I am going to if you excuse me for a minute <clears throat> it's another issue when you have with a live stream not live streaming because we're not streaming yet live um recall this <laughs> live podcasting and live live video is that you don't really have um, I do have the option of editing and editing some stuff out but I really don't feel like it you know and I'm t sometimes I feel bad about that but I'm only here education and sharing it with people if you want to learn hey great if you want to complain fine do that too Oh, that's some good stuff. Now, from those of you listening and not watching, I made some apple cider last week. I actually went to Maine, got a couple of bushels of apples, and brewed me my own apple cider. And it is thick, creamy, and delicious. Creamy? Yeah, creamy is about the right word because it's not really, it's not thin like apple juice or apple cider you get at the store. It's a little thicker because I don't process it and it has absolutely no preservatives whatsoever. It's just apples, water, cinnamon, boil it, and then you strain off all the all the um, <clears throat> sediment and stuff. But there's some small sediment in it. It's not a big deal. Uh, you know what? I think I'm going to do Aflac 2, get rid of that one. Close. There we go. If I sell this one, I'd be losing 12 cents. But I'm up 9.50. Right, so I'm gonna. I'm also gonna sell the Aflac. You know, I changed my mind. I don't want to hold it because I got the 55 call, and I'm gonna sell it at 54.90. So I'm just losing 10 cents. So 10 cents times uh, 2,000 is is 200 bucks. I could hold it to the end of the week for extra 200 bucks. I think I will because I really don't need the money, and I don't want to be greedy, and I don't want to confuse people sense I don't know anyway that's where we are <clears throat> let's see why this order is not filling yet the WBA order uh, 
it's funny because the the bid is forty seven fifty one, and I'm trying to sell it at forty seven forty five. This is what frustrates me sometimes. The market maker is required by law to fill. Well, actually, it's not. It's a limit order, so he's not required to fill a limit order. He is required to fill a market order. So just just that to keep in mind. Market orders they're required to fill instantaneously. Um, limit orders they don't have to. I could change it to a market order and be done and over with. But let's just jump in and see if there's anything really worthwhile to be looking at. Um, today is the third. October. November 3rd. So we'll be looking at the November 17th. What do we have available on November 17th? <clears throat> okay, so the week of the 17th, uh, let's give it a minute to populate. There we go. Now, we're got, we got seven more to look at. Yeah, because we did Microsoft already. You know what? I think I'm going to do Microsoft again. You know, profited like 900 bucks from Microsoft yesterday. MSFT, because they're in an uptrend. And I might as well just capitalize on that. Uh, let's go through the whole spiel with Microsoft. Okay, so Microsoft started out last year at the low of the year. Now, this was the day after the election. you got to remember that. The day after the election last year. 203.12. She's sitting today at a high of the year at 334.01. That's a 50% increase in a year, which is not that bad if you think about it. Uh, Seasonality-wise, let's see what this thing's going to do. It's just a continuation of going up. It's a up. That was a cute movie, if you remember that movie. A few years ago, a Disney movie, Up. Up. That's what my son used to say when he was little. Papa, dada, uppy, uppy. And he holds his hands up. You, you, you people see that. For those of you that are fathers or, or grandpa, grandparents, your, your kids would walk up to you or your grandkids would walk up to you. Put two hands up in the air, look up at you, go, up, up. And my, my son would always say, uppy, uppy. Okay, so here we are. <clears throat> Let's take a look at what we're looking at today. MSFT it looks pretty. I'm going to jump in, see what it's going to look like. The trade grid, MSF. Before I do that, we get the bid of 331.09, the ask of 331.15. Interesting. All right. Now, we already came to the conclusion that we didn't want to do a dividend play because we didn't want to invest 300 bucks to capture a very minor, minor amount of money. And the WBA just filled, by the way. For those of you um, listening and not watching, because if you're watching on the video, you would have seen it pop up saying, order filled. Okay, so the order filled for WBA, we got what we wanted for it. Um, okay, where are we now? Microsoft's 331. If we do the 331, we're looking at the 330. It's going to give us 283 at the covered call. Um, we could do the calendar. Calendar's a nice 
but they can be confusing for some people, you know. Um, I want to do the in the money calendar because she's right now at three thirty. We're gonna do the three thirty. Okay, we're gonna buy it for one eighty-two. And we'll buy twenty contracts. Okay, so twenty, twenty contracts of the calendar spread at three thirty. She's at three thirty-one right now. She's in an uptrend. She got the dividend coming up in two weeks, and it is Microsoft. Okay. Um, all right, there we go. So we're gonna do twenty contracts of the calendar from Microsoft. 100, which is the weeklies. Uh, 12 November 21, which is this Friday, which is two days from now. Uh, November 5 and November, oh, November 21, November 5. So we're buying the 21 and we're selling the 5. So it's two weeks that we're buying and we're selling the current one. And it's going to cost me 3600 There we go. She's sitting pretty. I got a limit order 179 and right now it's she's sitting at 176 so she should fill very shortly now we got another forty four thousand dollars to spend so let's see what else has happened I don't want to buy Microsoft but we're gonna bunch jump in and look at a few other companies and see what they look like uh, CMI is first on the list at a dollar 35 CMI. Let's put that into the one-year chart. Give you a quick rundown of what that's happening. Wow, this is taking a long time to film. There we go. All right, so Cummings CMI started out last year at 229.98, and about a month later, she found its bottom at 216. Okay, a short while later, she's at 277, and that was the middle of March. From there, she went sideways for a little bit, 261. She dropped down to 236 and went sideways for another four months. Uh, she didn't hit that bottom again, but she came close at 217. She's bouncing off the new 90-day low of 217. And she's sitting at 235. Two down days in a row. Mm, makes me kind of wonder. Let's quickly take a look at the seasonality to see where we think this might be going based on what it did before. Um, she's in a nice strong uptrend that makes me a happy camper let's take the big chart for CMI CMI okay, the big chart for CMI basically says she's going sideways the trend but the buyers are retreating and the sellers are advancing so I am going to jump I'm, I'm not going to get into this one only because uh, you know, two down days in a row. She gapped down this morning from the close of yesterday. So that's not a good sign. Yeah, that doesn't really mean anything. But if I'm going to invest my money, I want to invest something that is in a strong uptrend. And that one wasn't. Ever, I'm, I'm thinking this is either Evergreen or Eversource. EVRG. Let's quickly put it into a one-year chart. EVRG. It doesn't tell me who it is. Evergy Incorporated. Wow. I was totally wrong on that. Evergy. What the heck does Evergy do? Alright, Microsoft filled at 177. That's cool. Alright, so a year ago with Evergy, 
is at 56.65. Hits its bottom about a month and a half later at 51.88. Travels for about two months in that 50-51 area. And then she shoots up to hit 69.45 as a high of the year. Nothing huge. But from there, you get your, your regular profit taking. Settles down to a bottom at 61.52. Now she's traveling in the 64 area. A nice update today, which always makes me happy. Um, seasonality. See how far it goes. All right. Now this. Now, for those of you listening, not watching, you can't really see this. This thing looks like a jigsaw puzzle. You know, up, down, up, down, up, down. And, and it's a very short time frame, but it's all over the place. And that does not make me happy. So let's go over to the big chart and see what that looks like. See where the money flow is going. EVRG. Yeah, it's in a down slope. Even though the buyers are advancing and sellers are retreating. So you got the dividend coming up. The volume's about stagnant, right around uh, three quarters of a million, 760,000. Uh, it doesn't make me hugely, you know, when you get an uncomfortable feeling, it's like. Okay, so before we got interrupted by that phone call, because that happens on, on live broadcasting, and especially when it's 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 educational. This is not something that's uh, you know hugely detrimental. I'm just showing what's possible out there by doing safe, um, predictable trades. Okay, so Evergy. Let's look at the trade grid. See what's happening there. And it appears that Evergy is a monthly optional stock, which we all know I don't like to do. It is a monthly option. So we're going to pass on that one on Evergy. Uh, HCSG, Healthcare Service Group. That sounds like a monthly option. Just by just by sounding it up. Okay, so SCSG. So let's look at that one. SC HCSG okay HGSC okay got it wrong yet again HCSG okay HGSG you know what? I'm going to cheat. I'm going to go this way. More on this one. Trade grid. Here we go. That didn't come out right. That's not what I wanted to see. Alright, let's just do more on this. Trade. There we go. Alright, the Bid is 1954 and the ask is 1955. It is a monthly optional stock. Now, if we did a covered call on this, 1955, we'd be looking at the 20, and it's only paying 20 cents. So, she would actually have to go up, and then we'd make 65 cents on that. 16 days. And we'd actually collect a dividend. Oh, that would be interesting. We'd collect uh, 
20 cents of premium. Now, considering the, uh, let me quickly think. The EX date is 16 days away, but they're paying their dividend in 10 days. So we'd collect a 20 cent premium, give someone the option of buying it from us at 20, and in two weeks we would collect the dividend. That could be a, a good trade. You know what? That could be a good trade. And it's only 20 bucks. For those of you who like to uh, be a little bit more cautious, a little more safe. So let's do 2,000 shares at the market, 1955. Okay, so that got filled at 19... 48. So what we're going to do now is we are going to sell the 20 and we have 2,000 shares so we're going to do 20 contracts. Now remember each contract represents 100 shares so 20 contracts is 2,000. So we have 20 contracts of HCSG 100s, which are the week, which are the monthly options. Now you got to remember, always look at that and always remember what it is you're looking at. This right here is a monthly optional stock, which means I have to hold on to it by I think a 14 to 16 days, something like that. But I'm going to collect the $400 today, and then in two weeks, I am going to collect 2000 whatever the dividend is. And then we're going to sell this for 20 cents. Which is going to bring in four hundred bucks. Wow, that's going to bring us way over two thousand dollars for this week. Ooh, forty-five. Wow, forty-five cents. Let's look quickly on that. Well, what was that exactly? Forty-five cents. That was nine hundred bucks. Awesome. Love it. Okay. All that being said, all right, let's move on to the next. What are we looking at now? We have $25,000 left to play with. Um, LHX. That sounds like um, a monthly optional stock. And it is. So I'm not even going to look at it. Now, MCHP, another one that sounds like a monthly optional stock. Nope. It's a weekly. All right, let's take a quick look at it. M, C, H, P. Microchip Technologies. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so a year ago, day after election last year, 5311 jumps up within two or three months, and she's sitting at 8334, basically just goes sideways. Bouncing off the bottom at 65, and that was back in mid-July. She's sitting at 79.08 at the moment. And she's in a nice steady uptrend. One, two, three, four, five, six up days in a row. Higher highs. No, not 
not really because we missed one but she's getting up there nice nice movement so let's take a quick look at seasonality so see what it normally does this time of year because that to me is very important because it, it, the trend might be great but if she usually goes down this time of year that's not something I want to fight and my friends this is a nice strong uptrend last quarter of the year so let's take a look at trade grid the bid is 79.05 the ask is 79.08 with a spread that high on a stock below $100 means it's got to be uh, 500,000 shares maybe averages around 1.8 million shares oh I was wrong there wasn't I all right so what does a covered call look at for us at 79.08 we could do the let's do the 80s hell let's spend the whole 25,000 Oh, wait a minute, because 3M is next. 3M is always a good one. But if we do 79, if we buy it at the market now, sell the 80s, that's a buck 35 a share to bring in. All right, so I want to break up the calculator. See if we can guess at this one. Let's do 1,000 shares. What would 1,000 shares look like? Nope, that's 27,000. And how much do we have to play with? 26,000. So we're not going to be able to do that. So we're going to do <clears throat> 1,900 shares. So 900 shares. All right, so 900 shares at the market. All right, would be just about right. All right, so we're going to buy 900 MCHP at the market. And that is going to be 20,000 bucks right there. So off to the races. There you go. She should fill it instantaneously. I guess I'm not doing that. Let's try it at 800 shares. Let's see if we can buy 800 shares. Nope, not even 800. 700 shares? Come on, this is ridiculous. Hmm. All right, so we're going to try 700 shares. See what that looks like. And she just got filled at 79 even. So you know what I'm going to do? Did I just do... i got to find this out. You know what's strange is it's like you just do something and you forget what it is. So it's only 600 shares. Alright, so we are going to do 6. 
six contracts at 180 at 79 so we just look all right listen to this very closely this stock looks good oh wait a second they have very wide so i'm kind of yes or no okay so this stock looks good the one-year chart looks great the 90-day chart looks outstanding the 30-day 30-day chart looks tremendous um the seasonality looks great now i just bought the stock at 79 now I'm going to give someone the privilege of buying it from me at 79 for a premium of a dollar 80 per share. So I'm going to sell 600, I mean six contracts, and it just got filled at a dollar 90. Do you know what that means? Let me quickly go over this and create duplicate order. So I'll show you exactly what we just put in here. 11. We just brought in 1100 bucks in the stock just has to stay where it is if it stays where it is <clears throat> I, mean, I, I already made the money okay so it's a covered call is you buy the stock and you own it you own the stock so, okay got interrupted again with another phone call all right as i was explaining a covered call okay so far mchp everything looked great okay the one-year chart looked great the 90-day chart looked great even the 30-day chart looked great the, uh, the trade grid's not bad, 78.98 by 79.01. It's like a three cent spread, okay? He usually trades around two million shares a day, roughly. Now, I just bought 600 shares at 79. Okay, so I bought it at 79. Today's Wednesday, it's 11.20. I bought it at 79, and I'm giving someone the privilege of buying it from me anytime between now and Friday at 79. For that privilege, they're going to pay me a dollar ninety per share. Okay, so for every contract I get, that's like two, another two hundred bucks. Just for the okay. So, what do I have? All right. So as I was saying, the covered call, you buy it for seventy nine. You're giving someone the privilege of buying it from seventy nine, and then you're bringing in a uh, dollar ninety. So it's kind of like this: you buy it for seventy nine, and you're giving someone the option of buying it from you. At 79 and they're paying you a dollar 90 so what you do is you take the premium you just collected the dollar 90 add that into 79 so I'm basically buying it for 79 and selling it for $80.90 on Friday works for me okay all that being said where are we now we only got $3,200 left and we're gonna jump in and look at 3M because 3M is the last one on the list, and there it is. And they're paying a dollar 47 uh, dividends. So let's quickly take a look at that 3M, one, two, three. And just I gotta be honest, I do actually own in its separate account 3M. So that's one of those full disclosure type things. All right, uh, let's quickly take a look at 3M to see what it looks like. Uh, 3M started out just after the election at 163.35, hit a high at 208.95, drops down as he's sitting at 180.99 at the moment. Quickly take a look at seasonality because I really got to call these people back. That <laughs> just called me, but I need to get this thing done too. So it's just one of those things. Uh, whoa, that is an extremely strong uptrend for uh, 3M. So let's jump in, see what the big chart looks like for 3M. One, two, three. Okay, this doesn't make me totally happy. This, the buyers are retreating in a downtrend, and sellers are retreating also. 
So that doesn't look good. Even though seasonality-wise, it's a strong buy. The current trend, because just because it's done something year after year after year for 10 years in a row, giving you the impression that, hypothetically speaking, it should go up, doesn't mean it's going to. So I'm going to pass on 3M, even though I do own it in a different account. It doesn't make me happy in this account. Um, I only have one left to go, and that's R. Let's quickly take a look at R. Is that Ryder? It is Ryder. There we go. Ryder has a nice seasonality to it. Let's see what the regular 90, uh, regular one year chart looks like. She started out at 50.06, hit a high at 93.05, and that was a week ago. She's sitting at 86.82. Uh, seasonality for Ryder looks great. Let's look at the big chart for Ryder. The big chart for Ryder gives me a downward impression. All right. Doesn't seem to be anything happy there. Whoops. Let's get out of there. Let's open that back up. All right, so basically what I'm going to do is going to go back to my monitor, and I'm just going to take a picture of the, the trades I made today. I only got 3200 bucks to spend, but we've already made over $3,000 for the week, which is unbelievable. Makes me a happy camper. I'll take a quick picture of that, and then I'll be done for the day. Uh, and again, this is James from Dividends Dog Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. We're out of here for today, and we'll catch you guys tomorrow. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.